0: Flying Casual is brought to you by Patreon supporters Jory Webb, Nate Edison, Wes Anderson, David Bush, Brent, Kelly Breckner, Andy Dugan, Rob Patsky, Scotty Hawk, and Aaron Knotts. May the Force be with you.
1: You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast.
2: Here's your host, Michael Canterbury.
0: Wow, thank God Holly just said to hit the record button or we wouldn't have had a podcast this week.
2: That's right.
0: Woo. Friends, happy Mandalorian Friday to you. I hope this is a, a pleasant start to your weekend and a happy, you know, post-Thanksgiving to you all. I hope you all had a, a pleasant holiday uh, with uh, hopefully just your close family. Maybe no one. I mean, I would advise against, you know... Having large gatherings, but I guess that advisement is a little too late. Um, but I do hope you all had a pleasant Thanksgiving. And, you know, I guess I would say the gravy on all this Thanksgiving has been the Mandalorian Holly on this Black Friday. But how are you doing this evening? You wearing the proper attire. Uh, yeah. Brought that puppy out of retirement, That's right. I guess.
2: Had to bring out my Ahsoka shirt. it um, been a while. It just felt appropriate, yeah. I guess I would say. Yeah, It felt, you know... For the occasion.
0: Yeah, we'll put it back in the closet for 2022 when there's another Ahsoka appearance.
2: Yeah, I know. I don't know if this will be the only time that the Ahsoka shirt will make an appearance. I'll say every single time Ahsoka makes an appearance on the show, not our show, but that would be cool. um, On the Mandalorian, I would wear my Ahsoka shirt.
0: That sounds great. So it's not going to get a lot of use is what you're saying. That sounds fantastic. Probably not.
2: I'm worried about it getting stained, so I think we'll just...
0: That's fair. I'm we'll a get sloppy you a, beer
2: drinker, so... We'll get you an Ahsoka <laughs> bib. Ahsoka bib.
0: Ahsoka bib for sure. I think that sounds good. Yeah. Well, we're, at least we're not burning it after this episode. Are we agreeance on that? Yeah. Perfect. Great. We're also uh, here, not at the table, but via Skype, uh, the Elder One. Uh, Mr. Elder, is that a cup of Earl Grey, or what What are we having to relax on uh, on this uh, Mando Friday?
3: Oh, this is just a little bit of a hot toddy to get cozy and uh, comfy with uh, Grogu and my pals.
0: Uh, it kind of looks like a Grogu mug if I'm looking at, like, if you look at the mug, the top of it's green. It looks like it has ears. He's got his <laughs> brown cloak on. Uh, I'm not sure why none of us saw that that was Jedi attire that Grogu has been wearing the whole time. Right? I mean, he's probably just missing his robe. That's it. Should have seen it coming the whole time, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, guys, uh, we're, th- that's not the only one here on the podcast. You guys asked for it, and we made it happen. We have a Chewy Cam going right now. Now, that thing is not frozen, no, and it won't be frozen for the next hour, but that is our in-house Star Wars dog slash Wookiee. We're not really sure what he is. We just you know brought him in and said, you need mm-hmm. a home, So yeah. and he we, stayed here the whole time.
2: <laughs> we call that a Heinz 57. Cause <laughs> it's a like little a bit, mixed, of, little yeah. bit of, you're not really
0: sure what it is. Yeah. It's so, we know there's ketchup in there, but there's also some something else that yeah. just you
2: know, sweetens up. He's my little ketchup bit. dog.
0: Yeah, I, I mean it, it's it's so he's probably not going to move. So, you know, he's um,
2: he's a little camera shy. He built himself a wall as soon as he realized that the camera was going on him. He put this little blanket wall there. He doesn't want to be seen.
0: He was really enjoying the mood lighting there by his bed until he realized there were cameras on him. Yeah. Yeah, He he liked it. It was
2: gray and then a slightly different shade of gray.
0: Wow. Well, there's a (laughs) lot of shades. So we'll see, uh, see where he goes tonight. Who knows? He may he may do tricks. I don't he probably will leave us here to go to the bed uh momentarily we'll see what happens but you, you asked for it you got a chewy cam uh and let us know if you're in the chat if everything sounds good i know last week we had a bit of a debacle where i was just talking to myself and and like luke said his his thoughts were going into the ether uh until you guys let us know that we had some audio mm-hmm. issues there but, but I have it's no fear yeah.
2: because i'm here this week and Are i've the- already <laughs> reminded michael to start recording to so the we the record- have the yeah. audio thank god and everything's working out fine.
0: Let's hope so. I mean, it's, it's 15 minutes later and someone in the chat says, uh, I actually can't hear anything you're saying. Well, Sorry, I just <laughs> had to make a bathroom run and I can't hear anything.
2: It is what it is. It is
0: what it is. Well, thank God our, our in-house techie, Holly, which makes no sense to me, but she's claimed that uh, position here on the podcast. But, guys, it was a, a much anticipated episode. <laughs> Chapter 13, The Jedi. I, 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 I mean, leaks galore. You know, for the Mandalorian, even the title this week it was leaked out. I'm like, ah, what? What are we doing? What? Are we? I, I'm I'm getting off social media. I think I'm off Twitter. I think I think I'm discontinuing the the the, the Twitter, Holly.
2: Uh, Twitter, like
0: I can't with it anymore.
2: Uh, Twitter is like extremely exhausting for yes. me. I feel yeah. like I get so excited, and I saw somebody say this on Twitter today. Come on, and I was like, the irony of you talking about Twitter while tweeting, but yeah. I just feel like it sucks the energy right out of me. Yeah. I can enjoy Crazy. something and I get on Twitter and there's like gone. eighty million people being like, Here are all the reasons why you shouldn't enjoy what you just thought you enjoyed. I'm
0: like, yeah. God. Yeah, it's it's a dark place. Dark place. Uh, and I mean no one, you know, being considerate of anyone watching the show not at three AM on Friday. So shame on all you, you know, Star Wars content creators who are doing that. It's just, like, give people a chance. Not everyone has the day off. Not everyone, you know, gets to watch it. Like, give them a break. Come on. Anyway, uh, Luke, how was your Thanksgiving, man? We didn't really get to catch up much. A big bird, a big uh, porg, or what
3: did what'd we what'd we eat? <laughs> yeah, a little side of smoked porg mm. roasted on the spit. Uh, no, it's good time with the... Uh, the the wife and the kids and uh some home home decor improvement projects did some work on i normally like to cook a lot but uh this thing seemed a little different and i I left the cooking to the missus and uh i was working on a wall he
0: was building a wall folks no not the one at the southern border
2: (laughs) and the city was gonna pay for it (laughs)
0: Westerville is Westerville paying for that wall, Luke? Is that is that what I'm hearing?
3: Uh, last time I checked,
0: nope. Oh, that's unfortunate.
2: yes it is.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good holiday. You know, even if there was manual labor involved, Holly and I also knocked out some some stuff. Um, but I, I hope all you guys, you know, I, I get that it's kind of a, a weird time, and, and some people are a little frustrated by everything. And it, it, it's one Thanksgiving. You know, if you want to see your family again, yeah, probably should have kept some distance. Uh, My dad actually just got out of the emergency uh, room at the hospital from COVID. So uh, I I know now, you know, I I mean, I already knew how serious it was. But when it's someone that you care about and you know, um, it adds even more perspective. So please... Be careful! Please wear a mask. Please do not go into large gatherings. We are going into a very dark winter. No, that is not a Game of Thrones reference. It's just it's going to get scary out there, guys. And, and I live back in a small town um, where there's not a whole lot of interaction, and it's it, it's it's everywhere now. So please take care of yourselves and be careful, um, or it will hit home. Um, so yeah, we we're talking about Chapter Thirteen, The Mandalorian, um, The Jedi. Uh, Luke, I want to go to you beginning we had we had high hopes everyone knew it seemed everyone it seemed everyone knew that Ahsoka was going to be in here I mentioned to Holly last night I, I was like I kind of I don't want to be like a dick but I was kind of hoping that we didn't see Ahsoka in this episode everyone's like are you kidding me how could they do I, I was kind of hoping for that and like not a completely menacing way but it just would have been kind of funny but what what did you think you know just kind of you know off the bat kind of general thoughts
3: a lot of heavy emotions going in. This was other than the, the premiere of the entire series, the most anticipated episode of the Mandalorian yeah. uh, ever for me. And uh, I know we were texting yesterday and I was saying like, you know, maybe I'll try to stay up until three AM tonight <laughs> to catch this thing right away. But I knew, I, I knew I could never make it. Uh, so I was super excited, nervous at the same time about the, Ahsoka making this transition from animation yep. to to live action, confident in in Filoni and Fabro, uh, with their history uh, of putting out quality material and just getting Star Wars and obviously Filoni just nurturing this character from the get go. Uh, so so many emotions and, and so much anticipation going into it, and it just it flat out delivered, uh, and it exceeded my expectations. I thought uh, just the visual, like, yeah. she looked great. And the opening scene
1: yeah.
3: was uh, some of the best, like, action in Star Wars, and what an introduction for her in live action. Yeah, This stealth uh, sort of taking out of this guard, and the only time they see her is when she ignites the blades, and the blades mm. looks gorgeous. And then, it, you know, she's gone like a ghost when mm. she... Uh, you know, um, turns them off, and then she reappears again. It was it was uh, so much more than I had hoped for, I think.
0: I'm pretty sure that those laser swords, those white laser swords, actually burned uh, indoor television, Holly. So, spoiler <laughs> alert there, if you see permanent laser swords on any show you're watching, I think it actually burned into the screen. I don't know if that's possible. Maybe that's an LCD thing, but uh, Holly... You also had high hopes, but we're proceeding with caution. I think <laughs> like myself and Luke as well, a little concerned. Hey, here's a character that's been around for over a decade and their first appearance is happening here in live action. We think we know who we're getting. There's maybe some concern there as well. But after watching it twice now,
2: mm-hmm. that's twice? a great, great thing about having yeah. the
0: day off, get to watch it twice. What'd you think?
2: Well, Ahsoka is one of my all time favorite characters yeah. so I was like anything that she's going to be in I just I want it to be perfect yeah. you know yeah and I get like trust Dave Filoni this is his character yeah. Yeah. he's he knows her inside and out he created her yeah but at the same time I think sometimes you know the people who create the character don't always do the best job of keeping up with that maintaining yeah. that character but I was a little bit surprised. Um, I think sometimes it's hard when you make the jump, like Luke said, from animation to live action. Yeah. It's a little bit different than we've experienced with some of the other characters where you're going from live action to animation. I feel like when yeah. you do it live action first and then you get them in animation, it's a little bit easier yeah, to absolutely. recognize the character and kind of you know get on board yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, so I think the second time around, I was like, yeah, I can – I could feel this. This is fine. But the first time was just a little bit surprising to me. I think I was a little bit startled just because, you know, you have an idea in your head of what this character will look like live Mm. action. And if it isn't exactly what you imagined it being, that's okay. Yeah. You just have to, you know, it's one of those things you have to get used to. I saw a lot of people saying, I wish that it had been Ashley Eckstein who was playing Ahsoka. I mean. That's fine. Yeah. If she had been interested in doing that, but... She may hate
0: live-action television.
2: (laughs) She may. See, that's what I thought. But I think um, any bias is aside from whatever, you know, Rosaria Dawson is doing in her life. If I'm going to separate her from this character of Ahsoka, I think she did a great job with Ahsoka overall. I think that... You know, this is an older version of Ahsoka that we're not super familiar with, so I think that there's always going to be a little bit of a difference there. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, I liked her appearing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're getting weird NDI feedback, I think, so we'll have to... Uh, we'll. we'll, we'll maybe, maybe it's not even actually going in there. It's just on the board here, but we'll figure that out. I don't even think it's Luke because I turned him down. Anyway. Um... Yeah, so you have to go into these, whatever whatever it is. It's If you're really attached to something and there's new stories coming out about it, whatever it is, it happens in every fandom. You have to really go in with your expectation. You have to go with no expectations. You have to go in, either you enjoy it or you don't. People got burned in The Last Jedi. This is not my Luke Skywalker. Why wasn't he bringing down Star Destroyers? He looks like an idiot. Like, give me a real badass, you know, Luke Skywalker. And you were on Twitter today, Holly. Were there any, that's not my Ahsoka yes. people out there? Is there? We were hearing some of that today.
2: Yeah. Um, people were really upset. They're like, this Ahsoka is out of character. Yeah. This is not who she is. And I know that we had had a few conversations. I think, Michael, you, yeah. you said the first thing that you said was, oh my God, she's like a killing machine. Yeah. But you have to take a step back and Come realize on. that this is post-Ahsoka- having her second confrontation with Darth Vader and realizing yeah. that it's Anakin. Yeah, I mean, we've already seen her in a dark place in the Ahsoka novel, and now we're seeing it right in front of her eyes. She's in a really dark place because yeah. everything she thought she knew had been shattered, and then she feels like she's the one left cleaning up the pieces, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what I think she might be going through. I think there's a lot of trauma, and there's a lot of emotional baggage there. And so I don't think it's practical to think, oh, she's going to be the same, like, snips that we saw in The Clone Wars. Yeah. It's just not going to happen.
0: Yeah, but it's difficult to not, because we've been with her for so long, right? And and she's been been portrayed in a very innocent, hey— I'm gonna. I'm in the middle of a crisis here. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to not kill anyone. And then in this opening scene, and it's it's great that we can talk about it because it was the opening scene. We'll just get right into it. I it was a little jarring for me. It was a little jarring because it wasn't that long ago in season seven of the Clone Wars. She herself said, "I'm not gonna try to kill anybody here. Like let's let's try and save lives and avoid killing anyone." And then here it's just brutal but you're right you have to have that perspective of she's she's gone through a lot since then she has had a lot of time to process that a lot of time to assumingly learn new things about the jedi i I don't recall ahsoka really holding anyone's hand at any moments and and almost reading their mind so she's had a lot of time to sit on this stuff but it's obvious that you know we we, we the, the the most recent we had saw her was in The End of Rebels, but she didn't really say anything there after all that time had passed. So we didn't know what where her mm-hmm. mental state was. Yeah. I would
2: like to get into that yeah. in a little bit, too, because yeah. I think I need someone to clarify the timeline for me. Uh, yeah. But in the chat, Wade said Ahsoka was a total badass in this yeah. episode, and I freaking loved it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then Nettie said... There was a moment in the Clone Wars when Ahsoka beheads four Death Watch members at one time. So she's always been yeah. a killing machine if she wants to.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, N- Nettie, put me in my place. You're right. You know it when the moment calls for it, and that's she's on this planet that's being decimated by this former Imperial. It seems. So, Yeah, it's it's what else can she do? Um, it, it was it was it was epic. Some of the she was like a shadow. You yeah. know, and and, and <laughs> it really was great. She'd turn off those laser swords, and she was gone. And I love that we're calling them laser swords. Let's never call them lightsabers ever again. I'm all I'm down for that. Um, so, uh, Luke, were you, th- you know, uh, you s- you mentioned that scene was epic. Did it did it throw you off though? Were you like, whoa, this is a different Ahsoka, and I mean, rightf- rightfully so for for the time period, but also even if we're just looking at like this is a different actress getting into the role. You know, hey, let her go do her own thing. Let her make it her own.
3: Yeah, that didn't that didn't throw me off. I didn't think it was incongruous with the, the character. Um, when we think about her restraint in, in Season 7 of the Clone Wars that you mentioned, uh, it's this, you know, clone battalion that she has a, a long-term relationship with. That yeah. She's fought side-by-side side with for a long time. Yep. And she's having co- trouble... Coming to terms with the the 180 degree turn they make with Order 66, um, which is totally different, I think, than uh, than this situation where we learn that there are these people being um, subjugated, tortured, yeah. uh, treated very badly in this village at the hands of these people, and so I think, um, you know, she I think feels righteous in, in trying to to liberate them yeah. through her actions. So I, I don't think those are sort of at odds with each other. I think, uh, I think there was tremendous restraint shown with the character. We had talked in the, the prior weeks about like, Oh my God, what, what is Ahsoka's reaction yeah. to baby Yoda going to be? We were like spinning and freaking out. And I love how, the you know the moment where she said oh i hope you're here to talk to me about him yeah it's it's very like coolly played and the whole time she doesn't say much and they she just takes her time to converse with him like through the force for a while yeah and then you finally hear some of her thoughts and 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 her relay things to din uh i thought it was uh Surprising, because I was expecting her like this reaction of her freaking out. Uh, but she's she's seen so much at this point and done so much, and, and she's calm and cool. Uh, so that, that I really enjoyed enjoyed that way she reacted.
0: Yeah, uh, we we well at least I wanted kind of a, a wizened Ahsoka, I think, and I think I I think we got that. I think we we saw that she's been she's been doing some training of her own, and. That internal struggle she had with at least what we saw in the Clone Wars, like, a- am I a Jedi again? Like, is that something I'm going back to? It seems like she's fully embraced that at this point. That you know, if he were, if if groku we'll get to that here in a bit, were able to be trained, it seems like she would have done it. Like, if she wouldn't have sensed that attachment and what was going on there, she w- could have easily done it and saw an ally in this creature. And and yeah, hey, haven't seen one of these guys since Yoda. Or Yaddle. Holly brought up a great point about that. Like, wherever the hell is Yaddle? I I don't know Yaddle's story throughout the prequel era, but maybe, you know, maybe Ahsoka was never introduced to her. I I don't know. But it's, I, I think we got exactly kind of what we expected. I think I was just shocked because, and I think most of the shock is for me that we had talked about this scene So much of Ahsoka's reveal, I myself were going in with expectations of, oh, it's going to be a slight reveal. We're not even going to get a whole lot of interaction with her. And it's like from the get go, we're introduced to her within the the first 30 seconds of the show. And she's just like cutting people in half. Um, so I think that was that was kind of jarring for me. Oh, my God, this is not what I expected, <laughs> and I think Dave Filoni knew it, whether he was listening to the episodes of the past or not. I think
2: he was.
1: I
0: think he was, but I think he, everyone had this expectation of it's going to be some epic Luke Skywalker there on Octu moment where he turns and it's like pause and end scene i think we all were kind of expecting something like that but no so because on the ground taking names and cutting people in half and i'm i, I was down for it um so it, it, let's let's talk about what the story itself we're, we're on this planet corvus it's a forest planet that's what we're told at least by bo katan or Catan. You know, if you're a jerk, um, but, uh, you know, looks like it's been stripped of everything or Mount St. Helen or something erupted mm-hmm. everywhere. And, you know, it's just, Praising. yeah, wow, yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, I've been called a lot of things, but not Mount St. Helen <laughs> um, phrasing. Uh, but so it looked like something was going down there. Right. And, and we're introduced to these. These troopers. I mean, uh, Luke. I, I'm getting the impression that they're old Imperials in different garb now. Is that something you were seeing, or am, am I am I looking into it too much?
3: Well, I don't know about the history of the individual soldiers necessarily. They did mention that uh, the one sort of military leader was seemed to be ex Imperial military, uh-huh. um, but I they kind of hinted that the the woman the the magistrate was really just a private um you know business in, in, in the way that a lot of the the novels have shown like these private businesses taking advantage of, of conditions and, yeah. and being in many ways as ruthless or cunning as Imperials themselves yeah uh, when when she's um uh, a shipbuilding uh, corporation right
1: yeah
2: yeah yep but it's like personal for her because her people were, murdered yeah. during the Clone Wars.
0: Yeah, we didn't really get into that much. Did we? Yeah. yeah. She lost everyone. Who was it? i uh, are assuming the Republic. I, I mean.
2: Yeah, and so I guess she feels like it's like a revenge thing. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm going to try to take you down or yeah. help, help yeah. take you down because to me, you're the enemy. You stripped me of everybody I've ever known. Yeah. But I kind of wish. Come on. Um, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I kind of wish that we had more of a backstory about some of the people in the village. Yeah. I know, like, it's just one episode yeah. and there's only so much that they could put, but I feel like there have been other episodes where we felt like a lot was at stake mm-hmm. when we met other villages. Yeah. I mean, the one that Bryce Dallas Howard directed last season, mm-hmm. I feel felt there was more at stake for those people than there was this season. And we saw these yeah. people being tortured in
1: yeah. this
2: episode. And yeah. I just didn't really feel that like sense of urgency to like, that makes me sound terrible. I'm not yeah. like, Oh, just leave them alone and let them yeah. be tortured. But I didn't really feel like why, why are they important? Like why should I care so much about this that I see, like, what Ahsoka's after?
0: I totally agree. And Which, I, I mean,
2: ultimately, we do find out yeah. why it's important to her. But still, at the same time, it feels like it's not so much the people. It's just she needs information.
0: Yeah. the Yeah. I don't know. The stakes just didn't feel like they were there. I, I totally agree with you. And you actually said something um, really interesting. You know, not that Holly, you know, just wishes <laughs> for death and destruction in every episode. But, like... When they're up on the wall and she's you know, the the, the, the mayor the magistrate there is talking to Ahsoka, She just how wh- what's it gonna what's it gonna take for you to get this information? Like one person dying? Is it is it ten or is it a hundred? And you're right. I'm like, oh, they're gonna execute this guy here and Ahsoka's gonna be like, Oh, I'm coming for you and it like never happened. Yeah, put him back in his life. it's like okay, let's make it gruesome. Let's make it... Let's up the stakes. I, 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 yeah. I wanted to feel a little more invested in what mm-hmm. was going on there. I,
1: it, for I me, think, it just wasn't happening.
2: I think that it could have been a little bit more dramatic to really yeah. show... Yeah. Like, maybe that's what people mean when they felt like Ahsoka was out of character. I just feel like they could have, you know, like, upped the ante in this one a little bit.
0: I, I, t- for me, we were at a point where I was like, I don't even... You know, I didn't even... I wasn't concerned about Ahsoka or the Mando in the fight sequences. I was like, they're going to be fine. Yeah. But for a second there, when Ahsoka lost her lightsaber or laser sword, I corrected myself, I turned to Holly and said, oh, my God, how intense would it be if this was Ahsoka's end? This is the last time we're ever going to see Ahsoka again.
2: They didn't know what to do with her, so it's cool. Okay, well, if you want to talk <laughs> about that, they're talking yeah. about that in the chat let's right go. now. Let's go, let's go. So Jory said, was the Magistrate Force-sensitive? We're... Oh. Or- Were we getting that vibe or was it said? Because she gave Ahsoka a run for her money and even disarmed her. And I think when that happened, I think I said out loud, like, oh, come on.
0: You did. You (laughs) did. Because you think, Ahsoka, just slam her into the building. Like, just get it over with. And I, I have those moments sometimes myself. But it was nice to see because when we get into bigger battles and stuff, and even in the animated series, we tend to forget that, like, these Jedi are actually up against something, and and yeah, when you see them, you know, force push a thousand people, or or bring down a star destroyer or something. Yeah, you're like, why don't you just use those powers? But having that fight there, seeing her get disarmed, and and saying, you know what, there are people out there that contend with even folks with these mm-hmm. powers. It, it took me to a uh, cheer it uh, that his kind yeah. of style of fighting, and you know, maybe not tapping into the Force, but.
2: Believing in it enough to like, yeah. well, absolutely. and so then Wade said, you know, Mandalorians have disarmed Jedi without being force sensitive. It's a yeah. testament to her level of combat training, yeah. which I love that because that makes me think of the moment where, uh, Kanan was training Sabine, Yeah, you know, and she got absolutely. really frustrated. I don't have the force. Like, how am I supposed to do this? Like, I can't do this. I quit. I give up. And he was like, you just have to like, you just have to see, you have to feel it. You yep. have to believe in your abilities as a Mandalorian. To do this,
0: and he's got and hey, and, and the Mando's got some tools up their sleeves, as we saw. Um, I it was three seconds of a fight, but that was epic to see her strike. Uh, we're all kind of all over the place with this, but to see her strike the Mando on the Beskar, that was that was so well done, and to see him kind of pulling out the flamethrower and his little fish, you know, line or You're whatever. You're talking he's got about Ahsoka there. now. Ahsoka and Mando, when okay. they when they Not were the fighting magistrate. each other. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's nice to see because we know that the Mandalorian and the Jedi, you know, a thousand years ago or more were at ends with each other and the the whole reason the Mando became these powerful people with this, you know, this weaponry was to defeat the Jedi. So it's nice that you're kind of seeing how that would work out in a live-action show if maybe there were more Mandos and more Jedis, and we may get that. We... we Jedis. Uh, throw an ass on there. Um, Why not? But... Uh, so we are kind of everywhere. So, you know, I, I just... I'll be honest. This wasn't my favorite episode of the Mandalorian. It just wasn't. It was awesome seeing Ahsoka there. I think, you know, I think Dave Filoni for what he's doing is great, but you can definitely tell that there's other directors in this show that are doing a better job. In my opinion, prior episode, you know, with, uh, that Bryce Dallas Howard Mm -hmm. did, I, I mean, was, you know, way better than this to me. It was cool seeing Ahsoka, but like this, I just wasn't really invested in the story and that's unfortunate. Um, maybe it's just cause we weren't, you know, looking at cable knits and mon cows. Maybe that was maybe. what did it for me. I don't know. Um, but, uh.
2: Michael wanted a and a cable knit sweater.
0: I did. I absolutely, now that would have been cool. That would have been something different. She's like, ah, I gave up on that Jedi thing a long time ago and now I'm just a fisherman.
2: Yeah, she's turned into a fisherman. She I'm could down. do it.
0: I'm down. Why not? So, we know that the, the 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 you know Ahsoka you know says hey you got a day give me the inf- give me information you know what I want I'm like what is it she seeking well,
2: she said where's your master
0: where's your master and immediately my mind went to, to Moff Gideon Luke were you thinking something similar that you know he's the big baddie here and, and she answers to him and maybe Ahsoka's looking for him as well.
3: Definitely, yeah. The, the the list of names you're trying to run through when you when you first hear that line from the magistrate. Uh, I think it's Gideon, the Emperor, even in the uh, yeah sentinel sort of mode, or uh, Thrawn. Thrawn came to mind for me, maybe not at that exact moment, but there was like a little uh, Easter egg. It wasn't the first time that this creature appeared in the series, but um, there was that Lothcat sighting. Mm. In the village later on yep and to me that was like a blaring red light yeah saying there's a rebels connection coming yeah. uh i think in in season one it was in episode four just for fun there was a loath cat yep uh just like hey that'd be cool but this one was like to me a uh more uh significant it was like hey there there's a rebels connection coming so yeah. at that point i was like oh it's drawn uh whereas earlier without that i was it could have meant to me uh gideon drawn like i said the ghost of the emperor or something yeah
2: for the record yeah we all did say yeah albeit jokingly, that we will see Thrawn in The Mandalorian. Jory, back me up (laughs) on this.
3: Jory probably did. I think I said no, (laughs) which might be right, but he was at least, I don't think we're going to see him visually in this season, but he was at least referenced. Now, to me, this episode, and I will hard disagree with you, Michael, this might go down as my favorite episode. (laughs) Um, There were... (sighs) The last episode that Carl Weathers directed was great and it had the great revelations of what they were trying to do with Baby Yoda with the cloning facility and everything. Um, but it had some eye roll moments for me with some of the action scenes and the dialogue. Uh, I had no eye rolls whatsoever throughout this whole episode. It was beautiful. Nothing to me was over the top mm-hmm. uh, or corny. Uh, so this this might very well be my favorite episode. But I want to touch on... Um, this to me seems like the executives told Favreau after season one, like you've got really great stuff here. Yeah. We need to MCU spin off potential, this thing
1: Yeah,
3: in season two. And that like, that could have gone really bad. It could have jumped the shark. It could have been disjointed weird, but I think, I think they've pulled it off. And this to me, um leaves little doubt that there's going to be an Ahsoka finding Ezra show. Yeah. Yes. I thought I thought Rosario Dawson's doing a good job with the character. It worked live action. So I um, mean yeah, I think it's I think it's greenlit. I think they're gonna be off and running with that.
2: Yeah. I think yep. that we kinda talked about that too because you know, it's kind of like this show is about the Mandalorian and I was kinda yeah. thinking this at the end after we watched that episode, and I was like, well, if we keep bringing in, like, Ahsoka, and then she's trying to find Thrawn, and I'm just assuming Mm -hmm. that Ezra is still with Thrawn. I don't know. We'll get to my question about the timeline. I just... I'm... I just feel like it is going to completely take away from the Mandalorian story, so Mm -hmm. I agree with Luke that this seemed more of, like, a setup for something later down the road, but I, I... This is just me personally, like... I hope that that storyline, we don't really get more of that storyline in this series because yeah. I just I I want us to focus on the Mandalorian and his quest and taking care of the child and not so much on where is Ezra. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if they'll come back up in this series or not.
0: I'm I'm a little I'm a little worried. I I. I more than anyone, loved the connections when she mentioned "Tell me where Grand Admiral Thrawn is." Holly can attest to it. I jumped out of the couch, oh, ran around the couch like, and I was just like what are you, What? Because <laughs> I didn't even hear them mention. I, I knew she was stripping the planet of resources, but when the, the the trigger should have been when she talked about the Imperial fleet, and I don't know why I didn't make that connection. I didn't even hear it. I guess, but I, I was pumped. And but the more I'm thinking about it, like. <laughs> We got Boba Fett. And this is a span of five episodes, uh, mind yeah. you. Boba Fett was introduced, reintroduced. Cobb Vanth, probably never going to make an appearance, was pulled from another Star Wars material. Ahsoka, Thrawn, who else? Who else am I missing? Bo-Katan. There's six people, big people. Maybe not Cobb Vanth. Okay, five big people. Yeah. <laughs> in Star Wars, in five episodes that had very serious roles in the episode, but we're never going to see him again. We're never. I don't think we're going to see Ahsoka again the rest of the season. We're not going to see Boba Fett again the rest of the season. We're not going to see
3: Bo-Katan the rest of the season.
2: We might uh, see Boba Fett. I think we'll guys, Bo-Katan.
3: guys.
0: I think Bo-Katan's
3: the likeliest to come back before the end of the season.
0: It's pos- it is possible, but I think, I think you're right in that the show, it's unfortunate to me that the show is feeling like it's a, Hey, guys, I know you really didn't enjoy, well, a lot of us enjoyed the sequel era and post-episode 6. We know some of you didn't get that, so we're going to use this new show of ours <laughs> to pump you up for all these spinoffs that we're going to do. And, and they're just going to be jumping points, so you know where these people are in this time. And we can do other shows about them. And, and that's fine, but I, I really, like like Holly's concern. I'm a little worried that we're kind of losing sight of the Mandalorian and his development and we're once again, now we're just going to another planet, seeking another Jedi, and it's like, now it seems like Luke's saying Luke Skywalker is a... Pos- it's a, it's a 50-50 at this point.
3: When the theory is alive and
0: well.
1: Wait,
2: wait, Jory said... Yeah. Okay, in a casual council episode, mm. we can link it to this video, I'm sure. It's recorded. Yes. Um, it is on the YouTube. Yeah. Jory asked, do you think we will see Thrawn... Or will we see Luke Skywalker? Like, Brent? A, like
0: a, either who who's more yes. likely? Yeah.
2: Brent, Jory, and myself said Thrawn. I think you guys said Luke. I just,
0: what the hell is Thrawn going to be doing in the show? I, I, I don't just know. It's amazing. And my mind goes to, well, who's going to play Thrawn really well? And i going to go through a list of actors. But what the hell is going to be his purpose in the show? I don't know. Show? But then again, I, I don't know. I, but
2: that's why it's what Luke said. It's just setting you up to like get pumped for this like Ahsoka live action show.
0: And it's but it's but that's the thing. This is more than just like okay. oh you recognize these people. It's a, how are we going to win back people that we lost when we made three movies that not everyone enjoyed. Oh that's that's God. what this show is.
1: Yeah.
0: And I but I love it. I mean I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. But what, who's it going to be next week? Luke Skywalker. Are we going to get a de-aged Mark Hamill? Episode 8 of the season. Skywalker. They
2: say everyone's like, oh my god, it better be Sebastian Stan. What?
0: I'm standing Sebastian Stan, and I don't even know what the hell Stan
2: means.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm
0: standing him, because I heard that's cool. I couldn't... Holly and I had a big... Well, I wouldn't say it's a big thing. I was just like, Holly, this stand thing, I don't know what the hell it means, but it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And Holly said, It's not, Michael. That's how just like new words are created. People just I'm like, I don't care.
2: Michael doesn't understand I the don't evolution care. of language. Uh, no. He's like, I speak new
0: American, words. okay? And I don't think I'm gonna ever stop.
2: They added a new word to the dictionary. It just doesn't
0: make any sense. When people say like, like, I stand uh, this, it's like I don't know what the hell you're talking
2: you about. You literally walked by me in the kitchen earlier and I you said, were like, I stand, I stand you. What? <laughs>
3: That's
0: beautiful. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what it means. I think it's a positive thing because people have been, you know, using it positively about things they enjoy. So yeah, I'll throw it out. there We a could
2: use in a some while. more positivity. I can't negative Nancy.
0: I'm not negative, but like I get it. <laughs> and we need more positive environments. But it's just like, man, people are out there just like branding themselves. Like we are the positive Star Wars. It's like if you just aren't addicted to people, you don't have to like brand yourself as a positive. Like yeah. show. you don't have I- to. <laughs> yeah Luke am I I wrong am I standing the wrong thing
3: no this hints at at Grogu which we haven't talked enough about I I know Uh, quickly on the Mark Hamill Skywalker thing I think it can work she said take him to this mountaintop temple Tython and and commune with the force and see what happens see who reaches out and to me like uh, it can easily work because think of like uh, Kenobi on Hoth when yeah. he appears to Luke and, and he's the, the fuzzy vision. So I think that eases the de-aging process if you're going to have this sort of fuzzy apparition of, of Luke kind of yeah. appear to Grogu. Uh, so I think it, I think it, it can totally... That, that That's my still theory that I've been running with for a while now and, and we've talked on several episodes of this. And I think... I think it's it's working so far. There's been nothing to dissuade me from it yet. But uh, I do want to talk a little bit about you know the the Grogu backstory we got. Yeah. Um, I thought that was huge to just to see. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the impression Ahsoka ever ran into him at the temple, but through her uh, forced conversation with him, she she learned that he was at the temple and being reared mm-hmm. and, and trained, and then. Order 66, somebody whisked him away to safety and then, you know, some trauma happened and things yeah. kind of go dark for him. And now he's his abilities of the Force are much less than they would be otherwise. I thought, um, yeah, we we knew when, when Ahsoka comes face to face with this character that she's going to know something or going to learn more. And I thought um, it was well done, you know, like just sitting down on logs and, and going through exposition in a show mm-hmm. can be tough, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh uh there was a moment where she mentioned the the only other creature I've seen like this is it was uh why is Jedi Master Yoda and very subtly it was only like maybe yep. two, three four notes, like a measure of the of the soundtrack Yoda's theme kind of bubbled in there mm-hmm. very quickly. And that was beautiful from uh Lubid Gorenson on the, on the soundtrack. I mean I could go on and on. I loved how she didn't want to train him because of the attachment he showed and her history with Anakin.
1: Yeah.
3: And knowing what that did to Anakin. Um and lastly, Holly, was it was it you who came up with the green bean nickname? Um because it's it's very close. Two syllables yeah. starting with gra. Yeah. Grogu, green bean.
0: That's grogu true. green bean. That was
2: yeah. very
3: close.
0: I, I don't know how we got that, but you're absolutely I right. It's like we knew.
2: It was our Hera
0: yeah, that was one of our French listeners.
2: Okay, yeah, okay,
0: <laughs> or Canadian? I'm not sure. No. We, that was a huge thing. Yeah, we're not. He sure. was
2: French. Yeah. Um, shout out to France. <laughs> thank you. Holly. <laughs> thank
0: you for that. Thank you. <laughs> shout out to France. Uh, vive la
3: France.
2: Ah, okay. Yeah. See, yeah. there
3: you
0: go. All yeah.
2: right. Um, I think that there's a lot to unpack there. First yeah, of all, a lot at you,
3: I'm sorry. Mm. It was just I, I couldn't hold it in me anymore. Let's unpack it.
0: Freezing. No,
2: I think this is all great because I've been waiting to talk about this because yeah. this is actually one of the things I liked the most about this episode.
0: Because when Holly tries to talk about this with me in the house, I shut it down and say, <laughs> save it for the podcast. No, he
2: literally is like,
0: <laughs> shut it down.
2: Exactly like you,
0: that. Shut <laughs> yeah, <seriously. laughs> I stand you, but stop seriously. talking. Seriously. Yeah.
2: Okay. Ugh, Wade, with the S cargo? I was trying to, like...
0: You'd hope people forgot.
2: I was trying to, like, whiz through that mention right to France. But can't find
0: it in the, in the, in the, in the can't stores. Find can't, can't find,
2: find it. it. Can't find it? <laughs> can't find it, both of you guys. Okay, anyway. First of all, I thought that that was <laughs> very Ahsoka, for her to just yeah. sit down and kind of have that conversation mm. with Green Bean, or. That's what I am going to continue to call him. Absolutely. Kid. But I just feel like that was really true to Ahsoka's character. At least that's how I feel like Ahsoka is. Because she treated him as more than a child. She knew that he had a story to tell. She wanted to listen to it. And she gave him the chance to uh, like open up to her so that she could understand more about him. Yeah, And I just feel like. That's kind of, even as a child, that's kind of how she was in the Clone Wars, Mm -hmm. and I've always really appreciated that about how Ahsoka's character is written. I think she always takes the time to kind of listen Mm -hmm. to people and try to understand where they're coming from. That's why she has such a great relationship with a lot of the clones, right? Mm -hmm. But um, the name, his name, I just like, the second I heard that, I was like, isn't that a character in Mortal Kombat? Like, and I don't (laughs) think I can get past that. Probably. I just, I don't think that I can get past that. It
0: was, it was an awesome scene. And I think even when she mentions Master Yoda, I think Groku even kind of turns and, and almost acknowledges it. Like,
2: is it Groku or Grogu?
0: Oh, I say, did I say Groku? Grogu. That's yeah, kind of like Grogu.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah,
0: you're right. It's Grogu. Uh, it kind of even acknowledges it. Yeah. I, I, I think it seems, but. Uh, Which makes you
2: wonder, like, how much he remembers what did see? so yeah. so here's the thing i think that we gave, <laughs> we gave him a pass in the one episode where he was eating the eggs and everyone was like he's just a baby he doesn't understand what he's doing he doesn't know right from wrong false he
0: does know this
2: right little from dude wrong. was trained for 20 years true with the jedi yeah he knows right probably from wrong probably in the
0: arms of master yoda on coruscant
2: he knows right from wrong that is not an excuse for his bad behavior. Yeah. But also, I think that, I don't think that this was ever mentioned in the episode, but I'm, I'm like, I want to know who took him from mm-hmm. the temple, and then I want to know when they lost him and he got into the hands of the Empire.
0: Well, I'll tell you right now, it wasn't Cal Kestis.
2: I see. A Eliminate lot of... that
0: name. It wasn't <laughs> him who got him out of there.
2: It wasn't. No, we, we know we, that we saw that.
0: Unless there's big something fall that we in need to Order spoiler in Fallen Order. <sighs> I don't know. But yeah, big Fallen Order spoiler. Grogu not rescued by Count Kestis. But it was a big moment. And here's 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 why I loved that Ahsoka is still in this place of just like can't really trust people. Lost her master. Doesn't want to train this kid. Doesn't want anything to do with it. Because that tells me there is still a possibility in an Ahsoka show of some sort that we can have a moment with her and Hayden Christensen. Just talking.
2: Okay. Concept.
0: Okay. Let's write it up right now. So someone can steal it.
2: (laughs) I know. I already rewrote the first scene where the magistrate says, show yourself, Jedi. And that brings a prisoner up, whatever. Yeah. Okay, my second rewrite for this episode would have been she says to the Mandalorian, no, I can't train you or no, I can't train him. And then the Mandalorian is like, okay, well, we have to win her over. So he goes and makes his little camp with Green Bean Mm -hmm. and then she goes off and Mm -hmm. away from him and does her own camp. And then while she's. Sitting by herself in the woods after saying that she wasn't going to train Green Bean, we get an Anakin Force ghost coming to her and saying, you have to train the child.
0: That would have, and that's what I was wanting. That would have been way too epic for what happened here, though because that's going to be a huge moment that's going to dominate a lot of time in something. A huge something.
2: moment. We're talking about Luke Skywalker. But not to admit,
0: we're talking about Anakin
2: coming, Skywalker. Well, we we're talking about Luke Skywalker coming in. Oh, to yeah. This no,
0: get that out of here, Luke. Luke said that as a joke a couple episodes ago. Now it has it's really plausible. But now Luke suddenly Skywalker. a forced joke. No, He wasn't joking. No,
2: he was. He I thought he was joking serious. at first.
0: But uh, no, and so that's going to have to be something else. But you're right. It made me think, could it happen? I was like, no, nah, like this is way too brief of an interaction for this to be a moment that Ahsoka needs to have but it gives me hope that it is going to happen but you're right it could have been a it could have been a Luke Skywalker on ahch Two with Yoda moment where it kind of pans and you go past Yoda's back and then you're like oh my god but then know.
2: it's like yeah if if we are ever to see an Anakin force ghost yeah. you can't explain why he was not at the end of the Rise of Skywalker
0: yeah you can no, I mean no I'm one appeared saying, there. I, like even 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 Luke Jedi, and Leia. Yeah,
3: she she doesn't mean the scene in the at Exegol. You mean the scene on Tatooine? Yes. right? Yeah.
1: Because oh, I mean, I mean, his
3: voice no is there on Exegol.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: She would have no idea who he was. So that wouldn't have made any sense to me.
3: Yeah, I think that that moment was about people that Ray connected to, and like, yeah, you're right, Michael. That an appearance of Anakin wouldn't have meant. As much to Rey as as Leigh and Luke because she both actually knew
2: that's true.
0: It would have been it would have been like the ending, the revised ending of episode six. Luke would be like, "Who's this young guy? I have no idea who this person is." Look, but
2: they're digitally editing editing things left <laughs> left and right. Yeah, they edited out the jeans guys, guy. R.I.P. I
0: know. It's kind of sad. I think they should keep that in
2: there. I know. Anyway, it's like representative of twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, you guys really botched that one. Who missed that in the I guess they don't go frame by frame like, like Star Wars fans do. I never in a million years would have found that.
2: Can't we just like You have let to it go be? frame by
0: frame to see that crap. I don't know how people pick this stuff up.
2: Well anyway. we might have gone frame by frame in a couple of scenes in this episode.
0: Well that was me stopping and putting on the subtitles so I know what the hell Ahsoka <laughs> said in a moment.
2: Wait a second. Yeah. You know, people did go frame by frame because there was this huge debate about the freaking owl. Let's uh, talk yeah. about the owl for a second. As soon as that little owl was on the screen when he's walking into the woods and he thinks that he hears something, I literally looked at Michael and I was like, that's more I uh,
3: Yeah. I missed it. I've seen – I've watched this
0: episode twice and i missed it. Luke. Luke. <laughs> Luke I went okay. to the bathroom and didn't pause it. But listen
2: <laughs> – Some dude took a screenshot of it and was like, this is Morai," And I 100% agree with that. And somebody else was like, that's literally just a barn owl. Excuse me. The thing
0: was in a shadow from a distance. You can't see what the hell. You just know it's an owl. They don't know if it is or isn't. But like, why? No, we know that
2: it is. It had to have been Morai Because why the hell? Why would have Dave Filoni been like, hmm, you know what yeah. animal follows Ahsoka around? An owl. There are yeah. no other animals except for those weirdo cow uh, things. Just, uh,
0: yeah, those big giant cows. Yeah. But
2: then, like, let's just put an owl in for fun in this forest and not have it be Ahsoka's owl yeah. and then have Ahsoka show No, I,
0: I agree with you. I, I think it's But it's people silly. were,
2: like, frame by frame, like... Zooming in on the owl, yeah. lightening it up, and they're like, oh, the markings aren't right. It can't be more. There's no markings on it. The thing was in a shadow. The color you on the face isn't right. I was like.
0: Oh, I can't. There was just- no face to it. It was on the back of it. You, you, people need to just have a sense of humor and just, hey, there's an owl here. That must mean Ahsoka's coming and why then we w- move on with it's our like, lives. Why would... The owl does nothing with Ahsoka. It really doesn't do anything in, in Star Wars, so I don't but know But it's why
2: indicative. It's, a... it's showing of her, the, presence. of her presence. I understand
0: that. I'm yes. like, why totally the hell would
2: have Dave Filoni just put in a random owl and been like,
0: <laughs> just Maybe an owl. A lo- an owl got loose on set or something. I don't know. They didn't catch that one like they didn't catch the t-shirt and jeans guy.
2: Page got close up and she screenshotted that owl. <laughs> she agreed it was it was Ahsoka's owl. Uh,
0: okay, well, moving I, on. Moving on. That,
2: okay, guys, I will say yeah. I was proud of that one because as soon as that came on screen, I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, there it is!" First yeah. time I watched it, I
0: couldn't have missed it because you pointed it out. Yeah. Uh, so it it was it was an epic moment, and it was, but it just shows you that like, I mean, Ahsoka was raised in the temple too, like you know, like she doesn't probably know who her family is she that was she's really just, deep yeah i had to bring it back down to a serious <laughs> level again so people just don't think we're a bunch of hooligans that freeze frame owls in dead trees but maybe we are maybe i'd we say we
2: people. didn't freeze frame it because we knew right away that ahsoka was about to come on exactly
0: yeah you just say oh ahsoka's probably coming um so we, we i mean yeah it's as simple as that But uh, the moment was great, you know, and and you can definitely tell that Ahsoka is hesitant, you know, maybe not even because she, you know, senses something in him, some fear, but, like, you're telling me I'm going to have to, like, raise this thing? Like, I could barely, like, you know, get by myself, and, like, I, I, you know, didn't have the greatest teacher, even though she says he was the best of us. Was he? Was Anakin Skywalker the best of us? I don't know. I don't know to her to her because she she thought
2: that he was up until that moment in Rebels where she realized that it was Anakin. She would she defended him like left and right.
0: Yeah. She's going to have to have an Obi-Wan moment here in the future to deal with all this. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to have to see some of that with her, too. So Um, is it going to be live action? Is it going to be animated? I don't know. Have you set this precedent now? It's like, we're going to carry this thing through into another show.
2: Will we ever get another animated Star Wars show again?
0: Oh, absolutely. It's Will gold. We? It's it's all been gold. Resistance, you know, aside. Um, I didn't even finish Resistance, Luke. I, we talked about it at work every so often, and I couldn't even finish it, man. It was too bad. It was too It'll bad. bad. We'll be, <laughs> we can go on without it. But it's it's interesting, though. We were talking about, you know, all these big characters happening. It's just... It's, it's, it's such a ripe time period to deal with a bunch of different issues that the sequel trilogy did not deal with. And so I think it's prime real estate, you know, we've gone back in time, um, but we have to go, you have to go forward in Star Wars at some point. I know everyone wants to go back in time. And what about the old Republic? And yeah, that's cool. But like, let's do something different. Let's see what the future holds and, and let's see, let's finish out the stories of these characters we like. So then maybe one day we can move on and actually create some new characters. And I'm not talking about the Bad Batch. Yeah, I'm excited for it, but. We'll see what what, yeah. what holds.
2: Nettie just said that one's supposed to be animated, right? Right. Yes. yes.
0: Now a, a live action Bad Batch. I mean, that would be pretty. I intense. I mean, that would
2: be really intense.
0: It would turn into the the Turtles live action, and I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I don't. I'm out on. No, I'm not talking about the 1989. I think that was when it was originally released. Motion picture Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. That was a damn masterpiece. I'm talking about the garbage that was (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the, you know, 2010s, 20-teens. Garbage. Absolute garbage. But Mm. what are you going to
2: do? I don't know. Not watching. Not my
0: Turtles. (laughs) Not my Luke Scott, but not my Ahsoka.
2: I think you mean, like, not my Michelangelo.
0: Well, Raph was my favorite. I could really care less about Michelangelo. But uh, (laughs) anyway... Uh, so so, so yeah, Edgy
3: Michael Rass, my favorite. Uh,
0: it's it, I was pretty much a hard. What ass color as a was kid. his really. headband?
3: He was red. Oh. Red. He was, big, he was the bad boy, the big
0: meathead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, which was the opposite <laughs> of me. So it was maybe a hope and a dream.
3: I I think true to form was a Donatello guy.
0: Let's go, Donatello oh, does like, machines. If you didn't know, phrasing. Wow, phrasing.
3: Um,
0: so, Luke, I thought it was interesting that. I'm not saying I didn't like it I thought it was interesting that Groku's backstory is tied to the Jedi like yes he's we you know he's wielding the force he's doing cool things with it but like we just kind of chalk that up to well that's you know that's his species their power he's got a high M count maybe that's just it but the dude was raised for how many years by many masters she said so I that caught me I thought that was one of the biggest developments in the show, aside from Thrawn. Like, I mean, <laughs> who, who could have taken him from there? Is it going to be someone that we know? You know, not Calcastus. We came to that conclusion, not him. But could it be so? Who, who else could it be? I don't know. Just some unknown guy? I don't know. Maybe it was, I don't know. Somebody.
2: Paige texted me earlier and said it was Jocasta. That yeah,
3: that's that, an interesting one. We you think that, about that like happened. try to rattle off the, the names of the people we know who, uh, yeah. who made it out. <laughs> Jerkasta knew is one. Um, I, I think it is is fascinating and fun to think about, and let's have those conversations for the next however long. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that it took us 13 episodes of the series to even find this out about him—it's crazy. Uh, I don't expect that answer to come soon, yeah. At all. I mean, the pace of things are speeding up. The 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 leaps that this series, this season makes forward in the story of the grand series and the grand canon connections, so much faster and so much more than, than season one. It's uh, but even so, it's still. Uh, Stringing these things out pretty long and letting you sit with new revelations for a minute. So I don't expect to get that answer. I think it's going to be a great and fun, um, you know, theory that everyone throws around for a little while for sure. So um, I'm all for it, but I don't. I don't think we'll get the answer.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's and that's okay because. I know that there are a lot of people who like the mystery of it. Mm-hmm. That was me when I said that there were certain things I didn't need. I said I didn't need the solo movie, but we got it, and I like it. It's fine.
1: Speak for
0: yourself. But,
2: you know, like, there's some of those things that, like, it's more fun in your mind to kind of, like, yeah. make it up.
0: I think that's just because you had a crush on a young Harrison Ford. I don't think it has anything to do with wanting – I think you're just like, mm. <laughs> I really could have used a young Harrison there and I don't think Alden's doing it for me. I think, I, was... think
2: I think Alden did a really great job yeah. being the embodiment of uh-huh. a young Harrison mm. Ford. There's or no a young reason Han to Solo. That movie. It's fine. Moving on.
0: <laughs> yeah, the mystery of it is cool, but you know we're gonna find out at some point. There's gonna be a flashback or something. I, I think that would be amazing. I, I, I kinda <laughs> I don't know if I can take any more Order 66. I mean, especially after the That was emotional. Yeah. I can't take seeing this child, you know, witnessing all this. Was he there in the temple when Anakin was slaying younglings? Could he have survived in that room there with the younglings, Master Skywalker, there's too many. And then faintly in the background, we superimposed <laughs> Baby Yoda back there. Somebody photoshopped it. overlooked
3: by Anakin because yeah. he's so small. Exactly. He,
0: he just looks like a oh, ball man. of cloth there, and he missed
3: yeah. him. I mean, that would well, be Michael, hysterical. Like you expressed kind of surprise that, oh, he's at the temple and everything. Um, but that, that lines up with the timeline that... Yeah. Because he probably would have spent now two decades or more, slightly at yeah. the temple if he was raised there from a pretty young age um, and the fact that he, he goes back to the pre-Clone Wars era in his birth, it would make sense that the order, you know, at its sort of height there would, would be aware of him and, and be able to nurture him. So that all lined up with me. So that sort of, like, just fit. Yeah. Logically, is was the most likely place for him to be. So that, that, all, that all worked really well.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I guess especially with such a what seems to be a powerful individual creature with a high M count, which because we don't utter that word anymore on the podcast, forbidden word. We call it M count now. (laughs) Um, It it just for me, I just kind of expected he was just you know because I kind of like when we have these, you know creatures or beings or whatever that have these powers that don't know what to do with them that become something more i, I kind of like that so it, it wasn't really a letdown it's just like okay well that was completely off the charts for me i, I i'm down um but then when you say like yeah he escaped but he's been you know kind of like cal he's been he's had to hide himself and, and he's a child he's been suppressing these powers and these feelings for so long just to survive and you could just see the life just falling out of this little Grogu guy. I was just like, wow. I I didn't believe a little animatronic like puppet could make me feel for it. But I was just like, wow, like he's been through some stuff like, and that's what's, it makes it so much more relatable now with, with the Mando that he's, he's witnessed so much. Yeah. Uh,
2: Brent said, what if it was Palpatine that reaches out to Grogu when he's at the temple?
0: Come with me, my child.
2: <laughs> That's just like.
0: No! Uh, that would be crazy. <laughs> it's just. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
2: It's well, going to be. That, that
3: does something to you, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, Per Holly's attack on his character earlier with the eggs. Uh, yeah. Look at uh, Kanan in the New Dawn novel, who had been in the same position. Yep. I'm less familiar with Fallen Order because I haven't played it, but uh, the trauma of these people who they did survive yeah. Order Sixty Six and are on the run and hidden from uh, the Imperials and the Inquisitors it really messes you up. Like yeah. Yeah. in a dark place in A New Dawn, yeah. Uh, and there's hints of that in in Rebels, but you really get the the, the meat of it in, in A New Dawn. So um, I I want to. Wait and see exactly what his, his Traumas were I think that's the backstory We'll get more yeah. so than who took him From the temple kind of maybe what happened to him In that some of that intervening period That we don't know about uh, So I, I want to like reserve my judgment on his character but <laughs> until I know exactly what, what sort of messed up stuff happened to him.
2: No, I think that yeah. that's fair. And that's the same thing that I said to Michael earlier when we were watching this for the first time and he was like, oh my god, Ahsoka's a killing machine. And I was like, well, think about all the emotional baggage that she has. Yeah. You know, Can that really does, out. that really truly does change you as a person. You yeah, know? absolutely. And especially if you are truly, like, still in this, like, infancy stage as we have been assuming that his character, the Oh, child yeah. is i mean i feel like that has a little bit of an extra it does. level of.
0: Well, and someone has to have been taking care of him right like we we see his interactions now at 50 and we're presuming he was like 20 or something at this point like someone has to have been taking care of him so is it just some you know someone left him off on a desert planet like well, we Jakku? Just-
2: <laughs> like Jakku. we just don't know when he got picked up
0: yeah, was it literally Order 66 is happening and Anakin is slaying children and they're like, oh, my God, we got to go, or you well, know, we don't, was it I'm saying, prior to that? We
2: don't know what happened between, like we were talking about, we don't know who took him from the temple. You don't know yeah. what happened in between then, so you don't know how long he was with presumably a Jedi who took him from the temple yeah. and then when things went wrong for him yeah. after that.
0: Did some Jedi there in the temple foresee everything? Did someone else sense something coming and they bailed? They got out and they said, this guy, this little guy, he's my little buddy. He's, he's my defenseless. Little, like he can't do anything. My good I luck know. charm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think that'd be awesome. There's someone there in the chump, in the temple and even the masters couldn't even sense what was coming and they were like, we got to get out of here. There's something bad's going to happen. I, I think that'd be cool. Um, so yeah, I, I thought the, the little conversation that they had was, was awesome um, Let's
2: talk about yeah um, his connection with Din because yes I feel like that was incredibly special I feel like that was a really special moment Absolutely. that we get to see we have Ahsoka who Din thought I'll just bring the child to Ahsoka and mm-hmm. all these problems will be solved yeah. but then it actually got more complicated yeah. because she was like I can't train him he has this connection to you and then said try to get him to use the Force. Mm-hmm encourage him to do that and see how he responds i feel like at some point it's like when do you cross the line between being a parent or a father figure and you know kind of not like a master because obviously he's not but kind of being that mentor and encouraging him to use the force when you yourself are not a force user
0: i don't even think he's crossed into this because to me when she was like come try to when she couldn't you know get little grogu to do it she's like come over here and and mando's like yeah get over here like he he didn't even look at his himself as the one who is going to try to work with him and so i don't even think he's crossed that threshold of like father figure yeah he's watching after him but he's got this mission it hasn't seemed to really set into him well yeah i'm stepping up and yeah i'm taking care of him because he was like no like i was this is what i'm here to do and you have to take him was emphatic about that so i don't even think he's crossed that really yet and, and that that bond is still just kind of forming um but they have so much more in common i guess than we even realized yeah we knew baby yoda's gone through some stuff he's being tested could have killed him doing it yeah that's crazy but like he's seen a lot more yeah um maybe he was the the secret padawan of someone else I, who knows uh but it's it was a cool moment there. Um, I, I like Luke said. I liked it. it was you know there wasn't a lot being said, um, but we got we we need more Ahsoka now at this point. This this wasn't this this wasn't her, the end of her story. There, there's got to be more. There's got to be another show. I personally, I, I would love to hear in the chat who thinks these people are coming back this season. I personally think none of them are.
2: Oh, I asked that question a long time ago. I got to scroll for it.
3: Oh, scroll away. I, I just. Well, I, I'll say real quick yeah. while you're looking for it, Holly, just the moment that um, made me love this episode and the way that it was shot, the way it was put together. Uh, the moment with the, the final battles. Uh, the final duel between Ahsoka and the Magistrate, which I thought was um, some good action. Uh, But what I loved most about it is how it kept being cut with just the standoff that the Mandalorian was having with the military leader (laughs) and how, you know, there's a frenetic Saber versus Beskar Spear battle going on on the one hand, and it's, it's furious and it's fast. And then they would just cut these two men just standing off and having this tense quiet conversation and, and both trying to subtly get the upper hand mm-hmm. um in this in this uh duel uh that to me was like i, I just really enjoyed that to, to have those intercut because like george lucas used to love to intercut um especially in the prequels like different yeah action scenes going on at the same time towards the the end of like Attack of the Clones and and um, Phantom Menace in particular, but every they were all kind of the same pace. Yep, it was cutting between multiple things that were all kind of really high pace. But this was um, such a contrast. So I, I like again, I, I'm saying this is probably my favorite episode.
0: Well, yeah. it was so refined too.
2: And cinematically, that really yeah. builds the suspense, right? You know. Like you're going back and forth so quickly, and there's so many things going on at the same time, it like, it like I don't know. It made me like kind of anxious when all that was happening because you're like, like we talked about earlier, you know, that like Din and Ahsoka are gonna be fine, mm-hmm. but there's still something about like Nettie mentioned, you know, um, the magistrate takes her the Beskar steel and knocks one of Ahsoka's lightsabers out, and you're kind of yeah. like, ooh. You know, I, there you was a moment I thought she was gonna
0: bite it. There was a brief moment. I was like, wait a second. No. That was the only time I ever thought anyone was threatened. But uh, Holly also mentioned something when we were watching it. She's got this... The magistrate has this elaborate, fancy, like, pond action with some cool trees. She's got a nice garden set up. And there's this very refined battle going on. Um, just a sense of respect between the 2 Derobing, bowing, like... You know she thought she was a monster and what she was doing, but there's enough respect there that it was just I don't know a very civilized uh moment sans blasters. I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. I
2: also, yeah, and I think uh what I said in that moment was uh it was very jarring to have mm-hmm. that kind of you know hand to hand almost hand to hand combat. I guess it's more of like a melee thing, I don't know, yeah, but either way, that kind of combat is in that setting because typically those gardens are meant to be like spaces for you to meditate and be tranquil. And then you see Ahsoka just like show up and the magistrate turns around and then there she is. And it's just like pretty much also another scene where you don't really need any words to say like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And I also like, I really enjoyed the magistrate's character. Morgan Elspeth was that character's name.
0: The name was not great. Um, I mean, it's cool, but it's just like it didn't feel Star Wars. But and whatever.
2: I and I didn't know who that actress was. I don't think that I had ever seen her before. But in every scene, I was like, she has to be trained in this because she mm-hmm. just, like, she just looked like she knew it. It, it just mm-hmm. felt very natural to me to see her in, you know, kind of the stances and holding the spear and stuff. So I looked yeah. her up. It is Bruce Lee's goddaughter. She her parents like. Are martial art artists, and mm-hmm. so I'm assuming she's been doing this her entire life, yeah. So it makes sense. I thought she was really fantastic in that role,
0: yeah. It was nice to see some different type of action. We've seen some punching and stuff every once in a while. Like Gina Carano did a cool, like WWE slam on someone, but like it was nice, it was cool,
2: yeah. I mean, you guys know me, I'm like. I love. love
0: the laser swords.
2: I like like the Tudor era and all the medieval uh, stuff. Yeah. So I anything that's like reminiscent of like jousting or like mm. we could go fights. for some jousting. I mean, do show. we just have like a Mandalorian run fair or like what? I'd be down. I mean, sure. Be down. Din's trying to eat a chicken leg underneath his turkey
0: leg. Turkey but leg. I, I appreciate that you know that.
2: Whatever. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian guy.
0: Yeah, she doesn't eat meat phrasing. Um what else? So We we haven't really... We, we talked about Thrawn. We talked about how it was kind of a bombshell. Luke, do you feel like he's going to make an appearance in this show, or is this just... Maybe you mentioned this. I can't remember. Do you think this is just a mention, just a name drop? This isn't like Ahsoka, where prior episode she's mentioned, then we see her. Like, Do you think we're actually going to get a Thrawn?
3: No. Uh, I think this is to set the trajectory of the Ahsoka live action series towards the the rebel sequel essentially of you know what we see in that epilogue to Rebels of of Sabine and her leaving to find Ezra and where there is Ezra there's presumably Thrawn because yeah. they purgled out together. So uh, that that's where I see it going. I, I don't think I don't think there's room to follow that thread in th- three more episodes remaining. I think these last 3 episodes are going to be much more um, obviously grogu mando focused and gideon I like like last season, and gideon comes into play heavily sort of in the last couple episodes yeah. i think we got to get back towards the gideon part of the storyline and and i don't i don't think there's probably room to, to throw thrown in there at that point but
0: so is I that know, is this is the is the pinnacle moment of this season the end is it gonna be grogu on this mountain holly is is he is is it his decision like because she made it sound like if he decides to open himself up to the force here a jedi could hear his call essentially which Mm -hmm. is pretty crazy um I, I guess it's just kind of, like, well, those amplified sense, yeah. Those by the sense, temple yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. 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 Is that going to be the end of the season? Is or this is, the or last
2: f- episode?
0: No, we have a few more. Oh, okay. We have a f- three more episodes, but are we going to get a couple episodes before we get, ultimately, to this place?
2: I kind of feel like, I don't know, I kind of feel like because it, that instruction came from Ahsoka that's probably a big deal that they make it to the temple. Yeah. But I hope that they make it to the temple next episode because I don't know what it is, but for some reason, like after she said that you need to go here, I got really excited for that. Okay. I don't know what it is. I just, something about all the different temples and anytime any of the characters go to a temple, I feel like there's some revelation and Mm -hmm. there's some really great experience. And I feel like they do a good job of like putting in like, even though the temples are pretty much destroyed now, I feel like they do a good job putting in, like, the artwork and yeah. the architecture of the temple, and I just, I like seeing that stuff, so I'm actually kind of excited for this temple scene and whatever yeah. happens, um, I don't know, maybe the reveal that you wanted of Ahsoka just, like, with the robe and she takes the hood down, maybe that will happen with a different Jedi and that will be the end of well, this season.
0: Well, you know who else is looking for temples? talk about luke skywalker talk about cal yes that sounds like a real possibility we joked about it in past episodes and it would be cool to see luke skywalker but i just feel like if luke skywalker meets these folks like it's going to complicate the future then i feel like you have to explain does he say, no, I'm not going to train him either. It's like, well, shit, okay, well, who is going to take care of this thing? Like, I feel like it could just make things even more complicated unless you get someone like Cal who hasn't been really su- – he's been successful in finding other Force Wielders, like, oh, I forget her name, but his – Seer. Uh, Seer. Um, been successful in that, and he's run into some Inquisitors and, and – uh, uh, Vader, spoiler um, – but hasn't really found any other proper Jedi. Some that have went to the dark side. um, Uh, Yeah. Which was epic. (laughs) Yeah,
2: We don't want to play with them.
0: I would be so down. I I think they could learn from each other. You know, they both have temple training and they both been through a lot. I think that would be Cal is someone I can see even just being someone who's joining the crew. I I could see that. Like maybe he parted ways with other people or there's a, you know, they lost them or whatever. I don't know. I feel like you could continue Cal's story and he could be kind of, a semi-permanent addition to it. But I don't know.
2: Well, here's the thing. We're talking about all these new characters that are coming in. We're talking about Luke. We're talking different. about Cal. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about yeah. Thrawn. Yeah. We've already had Ahsoka. Yeah. We,
0: Maybe it's Maul. Who well, knows? Maybe he's back.
2: No. What we haven't <sighs> had is a lot of screen time with... um, Oh, gosh. Grief Karga and... Yeah. Cara Dune. And I feel like they were such big characters in the first season and Mm -hmm. I understand if maybe a certain character is being written out but I kind of feel like we just kind of like left them behind and they were so pivotal in like the first season and now suddenly like they just don't matter and I know that Favreau said this season is going to be based more on Din and his relationship with the child but I feel like we're already throwing in all these characters what about the ones that we haven't gotten closure with?
0: It it felt like they were going to be a crew. It really did. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can kind of think of them that way, but Star Wars always has crews. Always. They always form a crew. And these guys are just kind of doing their own thing, which that's fine, keep a low profile, but you're a freaking Mandalorian in Beskar. Like, you stick out like a sore thumb. Not to mention you got this Green Goblin. (laughs) Everyone's
3: like, who the hell are these people? Um,
2: I mean, they're definitely...
3: Yeah, I think they'll come back into play given the episode, the ending of the episode four with the the rebel, uh, not rebel, the New Republic pilot who's there questioning them yeah. about what happened at the Imperial base. Uh, you know, it seems like he, he's going to keep trailing the, the 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 path of of Din at the same time that that getting is is trailing him, and I think because of that. Um, in the interaction that the the Republic pilot had with Cara Dune there about, you know, like you used to be one of us in the rebellion, yeah, you know, remember that and and help us out if if you see stuff <laughs> that we should know about. Uh, so I think they'll come back into play at some point. So I, I don't think we've seen the last of them, Holly. So I think you'll get get more. Yeah, I knew you were
0: missing Gina. So <laughs> uh, um,
2: that was a joke.
0: Yeah no yeah, she's fine. It's fine. Um, But what what else am I am I missing something? I I I don't want to you know seem underwhelmed because I did enjoy it. I thought it was awesome. Um, There was a lot of shocking moments, um, and I just don't think we're gonna see these big characters again. (laughs) I just don't. You may be able. You may you may see. I think like Luke said, Bo Katan is probably the more likely character to come back with the other Mandos because. Gideon's gonna show up at some point. He's tracking them. I -hmm. cannot imagine we're gonna let that go into next season. That seems like it's gonna be well. You know,
2: everyone seemed to agree with me and say that Boba Fett was the most likely to make an appearance.
0: Guys, come on! I love you, but well, except for Wade. Except for Wade. Wade
2: has this theory that the big reveal that we were talking about with a character at the end of the season—that's a cliffhanger—is actually gonna be Thrawn, and you're just gonna see his 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 little eyes.
0: I'm down, but Thrawn needs his own thing. Thrawn needs his own show. Like I said, the Ascendancy would be the most dramatic, epic Star Wars television. I said that a long time ago. Give him a six-season television series, and it'd be amazing.
1: I love this drama,
0: drama, 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 drama. You got the Ascendancy. You got all these aristocrats. That is television. Give it to us. Don't put it in the Mandalorian. I'm down for a name drop. Don't put it in the Mandalorian. Yeah, Luke. But well,
3: it's, it's amazing for Wade to bring up Boba Fett because I keep forgetting about him. And right. I have I have my theories that I feel so good about with an Ahsoka spinoff and with Luke, but yeah, I I can't make heads or tails of Boba Fett. Where if how he comes back into this and like, why it's just completely it completely befuddles me in I I don't know what to say about I
1: it. I thought we would have seen an him unlikely again by
3: ally. Now. He's like, just give
0: me the like they're being attacked by moth gideon he's got these dark troopers and everything looks terrible and and here comes boba fett doing the old freaking ben kenobi scream <laughs> he learned it on on Tatooine, just like ben kenobi did and he's like just give me the armor and and and, and he just annihilates. i mean he survived a sarlock like come on like he, he should have been digesting for a thousand years and he survived so Maybe there's something to him being an unlikely ally there, and he just wants his armor back. But maybe he's done some soul searching. Maybe he found a, a um, um, what it, from from Jainism. Uh, the, the 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 what was the no.
2: Like the religion?
0: Yeah. The, they found oh, like a, uh, his inner
2: peace. A
0: coach. What was the coach that they would seek out? Oh. Holly's making me watch uh, uh, Jane the Virgin, and it's a fantastic show. <laughs> I am obsessed with it right now. Um, so, some Jainism going on there. But maybe he found himself, you know, some peace and, and understanding with his life. He's accepted his father's death, mm-hmm. and now he needs to do good by the galaxy. I, I think that would be interesting. I would never have said So, Boba Fett, you think that Boba
2: Fett's had a spiritual awakening?
0: Could've, yeah, yeah, maybe.
2: And the Sarlacc. found a shaman and
0: just like I don't know, like he's made right.
2: I mean, he's taking his journey. Yeah,
0: he's had to process a lot too. So I, I, I think some distance away from from all the bounty hunters, some doing some maybe yeah, he did some meditation there in the Sarlacc. I don't know really what that's like. Probably How long n- he was there? Not I don't know.
2: very easy to do. I can't imagine well, that's like a comfortable. I guess it's probably warm.
0: I would imagine if you're being digested for a thousand years, probably pretty warm. Probably pretty warm. But maybe there's something to Boba Fett coming back. But I just, I think, yeah, the Mandalorians kind of help him out to save the day. Seems like the most realistic thing. I just, it's not like a bunch of Jedi are going to come come to save the day unless yeah. it's Cal Kestis. I just don't. It
2: has to be Cal.
0: I don't know what else would happen. So guys. that's
2: the crew that he's going to make. It's going to be Cal Seer. And I would be so
0: down if he joins that crew because who's the little, who's the guy, who's the pilot guy? What's his name, Holly? Oh my God. Is. He's freaking hysterical. I would love to see him in a live action show. I think it'd be freaking fantastic. Um, we need to put a poll up. We need to put a poll up. Who's most likely to show up at the end? Who? Is, is it actually going to happen? Is, is uh, let, me, let me, okay, here's, let, let's do an either or. What's more likely? Grogu, I got to get used to calling him that. I want to call him I'm Baby not Yoda. I'm going gotta, to call him gonna that. It's going to be a thing. It's you just know, like a, bunch a cumbersome
2: thing yeah. to say, Grogu. Grogu. Well, Star not, Wars is a cumbersome
0: it's, thing. So. It's shorter
3: than Baby Yoda. True. That's true.
2: But Baby Yoda, but I,
3: I, I like how then uh, represented the the broader public in that scene when he was reluctant to use the name, even once he learned it. I thought that was pretty brilliantly done. And, and uh, Rosario has that, um, you know, in his face moment where she just quietly Grogu. <laughs> He's not responding because you're not calling him Grogu. <laughs>
0: and when he did respond, oh, my God, I laughed hysterically. When he called him Grogu, huh? I was losing my mind. It was so the good. The
2: noise. <laughs>
0: it was so good.
2: I told Michael, I said, Yep. I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild, and that,
1: <laughs> As you have.
2: that that's the sound that Link makes when somebody stabs him. Yeah. So hearing that come out of the mouth right of the child the was a little bit surprising.
0: Right to the heart. Um, so we're we have to put a poll up. Because what we were asking, I was asking you guys, what's, what's more likely, let's say we get to the mountain, mm-hmm. maybe a battle's happened, I don't know. And there's this moment where Grogu reaches out. Is it more likely that someone actually shows up, or is it more likely that Grogu's path is really to be with the Mandalorian, and it's not his path, his path to train and become a Jedi? It's just to be the sidekick of this guy, and he, he's gonna he, he's gonna choose his own destiny that way. Luke, it, it, are you feeling one way or the other, or neither?
3: I'm not feeling one way or the other, but it's reminding me of it, it's so easy. Not easy. I shouldn't say that. It's one thing to create an intriguing mystery and and a a great story, but I'm getting a lot of vibes of like Game of Thrones, where everyone wanted to know. Oh, dog, thundering (laughs) in here, making a lot of noise. um, Where everyone wanted to know how is this going to turn out in terms of who's going to ultimately sit on the throne, and a lot of people. I got pretty pissy about how it it all ended and and all concluded and, and like, the entire final season people write off as no good. Yeah. I kind of fear, like, there's so much love, so much wonder about Baby Yoda as a character, and he's been a cultural sensation.
1: Yeah.
3: And I I really fear that the, the end can't live up to that. Whatever the whatever the resolution of this character story is in this series, I'm so fearful that that people will, will pan it uh, or that it's, it, it's such a task for Favreau to figure out. I'm assuming he has some idea. Like yeah. you, you can't make the entire show about this and not have had some idea from the beginning about where it's ultimately leading. Yeah. Uh, so he must have an idea. And I just hope um, I hope it doesn't turn into Game of Thrones final season situation.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what we were kind of thinking earlier. First, Luke, I have to say, hilarious because when your dog came in, he was wagging his tail, and it looked yeah. like you had a tail that you were wagging, which was great. He does have. You didn't know Luke had
3: a
0: tail? No, well, I did know
2: that.
3: Yep, you haven't seen me in person in a <laughs> while. <long. laughs>
2: it has. It's been like almost a year. Uh-huh. No, we've seen you a couple times, I guess. But that's true. I don't know. I get worried about that too, especially because I think that Star Wars fans can be hypercritical of some things. I know it's so bonkers to even say that. And I just like... Am I I becoming that person? No. Are you sure?
0: Because I feel like I am. No. I know
2: that sometimes I can be hypercritical of certain things, but I actually feel like there's like bigger things going on like yeah. they're vetting for casting and yep. things like that and those are things that affect different communities actually affect them every day that's yep. different than just like oh ahsoka's montrails weren't long enough and that made me really mad i not we talk and... about
0: that but that's okay <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's i mean okay. we can't do you want to talk about it
0: it just doesn't make any sense that's, unless you know but it's anyway a objectification to talk about her yeah, that's right that's we don't right. talk about those That's
2: right. Off the table. Off the table. But I just like, there was a lot of talk that I saw on the Twitter today, which was really obnoxious, and different Star Wars fans were calling these people out, but... There are a lot of people who are like. I thought you guys were real Star Wars fans, but you uh, didn't like this episode. Yeah. You're not a real Star Wars fan. This has Ahsoka in it, and like, like yeah, comments like that, and saying like, "Oh, you didn't like it. Yeah. You're not a real fan." And it goes the other way too. Oh, you liked that. You're truly not a real fan. Then you're just a casual fan. But like, who cares? Like, yeah. uh, stop gatekeeping. Don't you want everyone to be able to enjoy this thing no. that you claim to enjoy no, so much? They, they don't.
0: <laughs> they they. they You've got a lot of people that want to be the definitive voice of Star Wars. And it's so goddamn annoying.
2: Yeah. I hate
0: it. I cannot stand a lot of what's going on in in the conversation in Star Wars. That's why I can't stand Twitter. It's just everyone wants to have the definitive voice and it's just it, it, it just just stop it's exhausting it, it makes, makes it hard
2: to enjoy it it
0: makes me not want a podcast and that's unfortunate because i see so much of this crap and i'm just like it's just it gets so it gets so much attention and so much you know so many people listen to it and it's just it's just unfortunate and it's I don't even like promoting our own show. <laughs> like I, I just like, it. but people are sitting here claiming that they're the true star. Wars. I'm like, I don't even like posting a link saying, "Hey, come chat with us." Yeah, so and I it's think... just, it, it's just, it's never. It, I I do not see an end site. I yeah. I do not because if it's something that it seems like everyone can enjoy, you're still gonna have this. There's still gonna be some sort of dumb ass controversy as to oh this doesn't make any sense or what it just doesn't matter like oh Dave Filoni never you don't know what Dave Filoni want and like you like here, here's the other thing Holly you mentioned you know I'm sure in the beginning Dave Filoni like I'm sure he knows what he's but it's like just because this was this individual's character doesn't mean you can't be critical of the way the character is being presented like you can't like some people are being critical about yeah Rosario Dawson in this role and how it felt different and I think there's some validity there but like oh this is true. You, you, just because it's his character doesn't mean that you can't critique it um so i don't know it's just it's a very frustrating time to be a star wars fan and and so i appreciate those folks that we have listening i think everyone's pretty respectful and i don't sit here and claim to be the most positive star wars podcast on you know on Apple podcasts, like a lot of people do. It's just,
2: but also we don't want to deter people from getting into star Wars. And if the Mandalorian is getting you into star Wars, and this is the first time that you've met Ahsoka, it didn't feel different to you. It didn't feel off. Like nothing felt weird to you. You either liked her as she was presented to you or you didn't. And if you liked her, as she was presented to you, then you probably wanted to Mm -hmm. know more about who she was and why she was so important. So you're going to watch the clone wars. You're going to watch rebels. You're going to maybe read the Ahsoka novel You're going to like dig deeper into these things. And I think that that's really great. And I don't like that it feels like sometimes the Star Wars fandom is trying to kick those people out and be like, oh, you don't, you didn't come into this already knowing this. You're an idiot. And I'm like, that's not, you can't be like that.
0: Not my Luke Skywalker, but that's my Ahsoka. (sighs) What do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I know nothing. I, I just come to enjoy it or not, and, and and we talk about it. So it's just, I don't know. It, it's it, as fun as it is watching this stuff. Man, uh, I, I just, I need to get myself away from it because it takes a lot of that fun out, and it's unfortunate. Uh, luckily, I have Holly to ground me. Though, though you've been on the Twitter today, so you I, couldn't stop.
2: I couldn't stop. Couldn't it was stop. it was just not a good it was not a good situation.
0: Well we're gonna put some polls out because I, I gotta know. I gotta know, like is 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 Groku gonna make a choice here? Is this it? Could there be a Mandalorian without Groku? Could the show go on without him? I don't know. No. Could it, it just continue on? Not as a Jedi. Are we gonna just gonna be done with the Jedi and it's we got a new mission now? I don't know. Too early to tell. Well, anything else in the chat, Holly? Uh,
2: we're just talking about um, Two Puppers. This is the best mm. podcast. If you're um, not watching this on YouTube, you can go on YouTube and you can yeah. see Luke's dog and Chewy. And it's a fun yeah. time.
0: You can watch Chewy eat his own leg right now. Uh, he's been pretty deprived this Thanksgiving. So. Yes,
2: he's like Ed from The Lion King, and he'll stick that whole foot in his mouth.
0: There was an Ed in Lion King. Yeah, he's
2: one of the hyenas.
0: I do not oh, remember hyenas, that. dude. That's what my dad calls
2: that. him. Chewy, he like... He doesn't have a
0: name. Your dad just calls him Ed.
2: No, he calls him Ed because that was what uh, the, okay. okay. the hyena... The hyena in The Lion King, he would chew up and down his foot. He'd like stick his foot in his uh, mouth. He'd chew up and down on it. Uh. Chewy does that sometimes, so my dad thinks he's funny.
0: Yeah, one day he's not going to have a leg. And you'll probably see it here on the podcast.
2: Yes, our little tripod. Yeah. but And I'm not talking about Whoa, the
0: camera stand. Whoa, freezing, what? Uh
2: yeah. It seems like generally Ahsoka was a hit. Good. I think that people liked her. They enjoyed her showing up. Yeah. Um, I think just interested to see where it goes.
0: I'm interested to see where it goes, but I need people to stop leaking shit because I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Like, I want to be surprised... By something, and and by by someone showing up, or by, you know, someone playing somebody. It's just, this was just yet another checkbox. Yep. Rosario Dawson was Ahsoka. Okay, who's next? Who's playing Thrawn? Because I'm sure someone's freaking leaking that out right now. Seriously, who's playing Thrawn?
2: (laughs) Hashtag, who's playing Thrawn? I'll play Thrawn. Thrawn's playing us. He's not even going to show up. (sighs) Seriously.
0: Um... But, yeah, so I, we'll see what happens. A few episodes left. Maybe the next one will be a dud. I don't know.
2: It's going to be one of those filler episodes where all they do is go on a side quest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's all a side quest. We're going to get another island to find another Jedi. Like, it's all side. There is no quest. It's, it's just all <laughs> side jobs here. I'm uh, sure the ship will get destroyed and we'll have to go fix it before we go to the next <laughs> Jedi island.
2: Hopefully not by a Mon Cal because now we know they stink at that.
0: Yeah, but I think he's just playing him. I think they he that guy could have fixed that ship up right. He's just he's just playing him. But anyway, well, is that it?
2: I think that's all I have.
0: I think that's it, guys. Uh, so I'm sure there was something else to discuss, and and we totally missed it. But an enjoyable episode. Um, let's keep the spoilers to a minimum. I'm talking to almost nearly every single Star Wars content creator on the internet. Like, let's be a little more understanding. And I love that people say, if you don't want to see it, then don't get on social media. It's like, or you could just, like, not be a dick. Like, that's like, (laughs) that should be the slogan of social media. Like, people should be able to go on there and interact with people without you being a jerk and posting literally. Like, you can't say spoilers and then post an image on it. Like, you just can't do it. It just ruins everything. So just. Just don't be a dick and just keep the spoilers to a minimum. Give some people at least a couple days to enjoy this stuff. Uh, But I can assure you guys, we will never spoil... Uh, anything on social media for you? We're barely even on there, so it ain't gonna be from us. It's gonna be from someone else. But I do hope you enjoyed this discussion. Um, we'll post this as a podcast uh, uh, this coming Monday. We still have not talked about our comic books, which I'm getting a little worried. We're a few issues behind at this point. We got to get to that discussion. I know Luke's um, been ready
2: to go, and
0: he's like, "Guys, I've already <laughs> finished a couple other is- or a couple other runs. So uh, we've got to have some more discussions here. I-, I don't want people to feel shortchanged by just you know getting this line." Uh, discussion and podcast form, but hey, there's a lot of people that can't make this, and so we want to make sure that they're able to to discuss this because I don't really want to have a, yet another discussion about this for a podcast. So, Plus, we'll have a casual
2: yeah. council coming out. We soon. have
0: a casual council coming up, so I've only heard from a couple folks, but hey, I think we're going to do it this Saturday. Um, so expect another casual council with our council members here soon. Um, anything else? That's all I have, Luke. Anything else?
3: No. Nah. Let's just go watch it again.
0: Let's go. I'm about to finish up some pie. <laughs> And probably watch it for a third time, guys. If you enjoyed anything out of this discussion, please, 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 please hit that like button. And if you're enjoying it, subscribe as well. Um, but I, uh, Alejandro arrived late, but that's okay. May the force be with you as well, sir. Um, uh, we appreciate you showing up at least here for the last couple seconds. But guys, uh, I'm looking forward to another discussion next Friday. Uh, like I said, if you enjoyed what you heard, uh, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Expect the podcast out Monday, and expect I don't know, maybe a few other discussions here. Uh, 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 some juicy, juicy Darth Vader talk And, and I'm sure the council is going to have a lot To say about this Ahsoka, Ahsoka action and what we've been seeing here Lately we haven't talked to those guys for a while So I'm looking forward to that But um, I hope you enjoy the rest Of your weekend folks And uh, we will see you Monday morning At 6am on any podcast feed In which you receive podcasts So we will talk to you soon And as always folks may the force do it.